Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are on End good Times morning. Friday, uh, getting toward the uh, middle end of July. Uh, lots happening in the world every day. It's uh, funny. Uh, we could spend the whole 30 minutes just bringing everybody on 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 absurd art, <laughs> absurd <Right>. articles <laughs> of things that are happening in the world that we w- we would say, nah, certainly not, you know, and uh, yeah, they, they're happening. It, you know, is, it is an interesting time we're living in, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, first of all, we, we have, uh, because of the the way news is presented, uh, we have access to so much information. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, people can pick and choose and what they want to present. But the uh, it's kind of funny to me that even the normal news um, that is trying to be, you know, here's, Here's what we think is is normal happening. What they're presenting, you know, to us that, that are you know followers of Christ, we look at it and say that's it's absurdity, right? right. Um, of you know they would think that that's normal. It's not even you know close to being normal. I you know just I give you a funny one. This is you know again this is weird, strange, and absurd. So. <laughs> Uh, the CDC mm-hmm. uh, puts out a, um, a, a, a white paper of, <laughs> of um, how, uh, you know, uh, men who are trying to become women, women who are trying to become men should uh, wind up feeding babies from their chest. And there's there's certain things you you got to do and try to do and you can't do and you know and it's like huh what wow uh, what you know um, isn't it <laughs> isn't a woman supposed to <laughs> there's a certain thing called lactation and how it works when a baby's Emory born <laughs> and it all happens naturally and you know this was how to make it all all happen. Wow, <laughs> I didn't even get into the details of it. It was just looking at the you know introduction, and it was just like, huh? Uh, what has the world come to that you know? For think about ever since Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. the one thing you know, yeah, there was you know there was homosexuality for sure, but um, it was just men and women, you know, and women had mm-hmm. babies and. That's how they took care of them, you know, to feed them, you know. So, <laughs> uh, the whole thing is, you know, to me, it's just over the top stupidity, you know. It, it is. It is so interesting, right? Just yeah. To watch and and at the end of the day, heartbreaking because you do see such loss identity and who God created them to be, and part of you know part of the result of sin and brokenness, right? Yeah. 
yeah and the uh um the thing that that i do observe and i do i do have a i have a real deep uh heart for this is that um uh, because I have an affinity for children, mm-hmm. um, and you know, children, in a sense, um, you know, they're sinners, you know, like everyone else, and they're self-centered, and uh, they have to come to know Christ uh, as everyone else does as to, we all to, do, to be right. reborn. But I would call them, um, you know, as they are young, they're they're what I call innocent. Mm-hmm. And innocent is um, they haven't yet formed up their own conclusions. They're they're more uh, taking in, right? You know, direction and, and information, and you know, and, and you can see it. You know, going from the the way the world is. Remember, the world is controlled by the enemy and is evil, um, and uh, deceptive. Uh, but as you look at, uh, you know, like, for example, in Middle East, mm-hmm. um, there is, you know, the Muslim, the, the extreme Muslim, uh, which, by the way, would be this what's called the uh, Shiites. Mm-hmm. But they teach their little kids at age, you know, two, three, four, five, six, seven to hate Jews. Right. Israel. Now they they don't even know what that means, um, and they haven't ob- obviously been able to look at any information and come to their own conclusions because they're mm-hmm. they're being force fed that you know you need to do it so that a a little kid at that age, if you you know talk to them and said you know what's your view of Jewish nation Israel and the Jews, they literally would say I hate them. Right. And I would like to exterminate them, be part of exterminating them. Well, that innocence, you know, got fed, you know, deception and they and they take it in because mm-hmm. because innocence doesn't have the ability to evaluate. Right. So they just take it in. You know? And so um, uh, either we can do it for good, which, by the way, and, and we'll talk about this as we talk about wisdom, but um if they're being force-fed false deception, mm-hmm. like you can choose your own gender. Right. And we encourage you to choose your own gender at age, you know, four, five, six. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's what they're fed, and if you have any thought that you're, you're and you're a male by, you know, physical male, but you'd like to be, think maybe becoming a girl, and that's your thought, then they're fed that to accept that, and they're confused. And it really breaks my heart right? Uh, to see the confusion and the complications of it, uh, which, by the way, uh, uh, in, in teenagers around the world, there's an epidemic of suicide. Um, and I, I, don't think, I don't think that's it's, it's related. I think it is related to some confusion, but primarily... It's it's the um, the way that the culture operates amongst mm-hmm. kids is that they become pretty mean to each other. They can become very mean to each other, right? And what's called a lot of bullying, bullying, yeah. and um, uh, you know, really coming against somebody, telling them you're not worthy mm-hmm. um, and you're no good, and you know, you're not good enough, and 
and already you know we all have a self-image problem to start with anyway and and so as they're told that you know they ultimately start believing it get reinforced by it and they don't have good friends they don't have good support and they ultimately that's why kid young kids are taking their lives at an epidemic rate Mm -hmm. because they've lost hope and that to me is is a sadness to me uh absolutely because i can see the innocence of it that they're never given a chance to uh, process truth, which, by the way, uh, and why I, I deal a lot in my discipling of with the craziness of the world, schools, mm-hmm. um, even churches, what kids are facing uh, and the pressures they're facing at, the, the family unit is so critical. Yes, uh, yes. And, and it's, it's, you know, it's mom and dad and, and grandparents and cousins and aunts and uncles. And the stronger that Christian group is mm-hmm. to process uh, encouragement, truth, God's word, following God, receiving the best of God, uh, working through issues that you really are going to have from a biblical perspective. But the stronger that unit is, the, the more that these children are going to be able to make it through in a healthy way and experience mm-hmm. the covenant of God because God says, none of that bothers me. I can still bless you to make you a blessing. And don't get, don't get uh, impacted by this difficult world. But if we leave it without that family unit, the kids are really going to suffer. Mm. Um, and that's, that's what saddens me, particularly when I see these, you know, these crazy stories that are you know coming up uh, all over the place. So um, one of the, one of the reasons that we talk about why abiding is so critical because if 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 two of us who are married are abiding, we learn to have a strong marriage. Right. Then we can learn to have a strong family. Then we can have mm-hmm. have a strong extended family. Then we could have a strong small group mm-hmm. uh, and inner circle. And the world doesn't need to to uh, overwhelm us. Actually, he says, I'm sending you into the world to take authority against the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's and relationship. be light in the world. Be light well. yeah. and to have sweet fellowship and to train people so that mm-hmm. um, I can remember when I taught with Henry Blackaby. And this was, gosh, maybe you know, 15 years ago. And there was a big, uh, let's say, reaction to uh, public schools at that point where uh, they wouldn't allow prayer in school. Right. Uh, and they had taken what, you know, called prayer out of school. And there was a lot of complaining, you know, we, we need to get prayer back. We need to get prayer back into prayer. And Henry would say, no, you don't. Uh, first of all, you can't stop anybody from praying. Mm-hmm. Um, and why don't you, and he would say this to these group of executives, why don't you, in your family, teach mm-hmm. your kids how to pray? Right. And they can pray anywhere they want to. Um, and if they're praying at home and they're praying uh, with God and they're in relationship with God, the fact that a school tells them you can't pray doesn't mean anything. Right. Uh, because don't let the culture and let what they say you can or cannot do actually impact what you can or cannot do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so it, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing to th- consider that the family unit is such a powerful force. Mm-hmm. Um, and it all stems from abiding, walking, relationship, and having the life of God through the Holy Spirit, which all believers will have, 
to be able to thrive, you know, within that. Um, and so, right. you know, it's interesting, even as you describe that, I, all I can think of is, you know, when we lead the abide retreats, um, you'll talk about entropy yep. and how, you know, the world left to its own devices naturally goes to entropy, right, which right. is the, the steal, kill and destroy and just right. how things wear out and, you know, all of this. And I think we need to look at that same principle and assume that that is also true with culture. We will be influenced by something. Yeah. Our children will be influenced by something in a vacuum of us influencing them and teaching them to abide and modeling that for them. Culture will be what influences them. There is that, you know, similar to the entropy, that vacuum will be filled with something. Right. And so that, you know, like you said, that importance of couples, of us as individuals abiding, abiding as couples, teaching it to our families, mm. growing that network. That is how we resist culture being the one to influence versus being influenced by Jesus and his word. Right, right. And particularly, uh, and this is what we've been talking about, artificial intelligence, is that um, when we're giving um, a, you know, kind of what I call a heads up, Remember the Holy Spirit, one of his jobs, and this is in uh, John 16, verses 13 to 15, uh, he's to tell us of things to come. You know, Jesus, mm -hmm. when he talked to John, hey, pay attention in Revelation to all these that are going to happen, and uh, I'm going to tell you of things to come and start to, that's going to impact your life. Mm -hmm. And so as, we, as we've been setting this up, it's like, you know, is this a, a portent of, of perhaps the end coming? It, it could easily be uh, just because we can see the magnitude of it. Right. But um, for sure, it's a heads up. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're kind of at the beginning of this. Right. Um, and a call to not be complacent in the middle of and it. And so I think what God is saying to us is pay attention. I need you to understand it. I need you to understand the good parts of it and the bad parts of it the truth and the deception. And if you sort it out now, it'll be easy to process this as mm -hmm. we go down the path, as opposed to, you know, five years from now or three years from now, all of a sudden we've been so used to it mm -hmm. that we can't distinguish anything about it. And we don't even know what to do with it. When God said, well, I, I told you three years ago, to, right. to pay attention. And that's what we're trying to talk about now is, okay, what wisdom do we have? And we talked about artificial intelligence. Uh, remember, it's, it's amazingly powerful uh, because it's, it's now a computerized ability to absor mm -hmm. absorb millions of, of pieces of information at, at one time mm -hmm. um, from all different sources take it in, learn from it, learn how to even get more, and then how to respond to questions it's going to ask mm -hmm. about that information. Uh, and if you think of it in a really good way, if it was pure, um, how cool that would be mm -hmm. um, in a sense. So that, you know, for example, uh, even in medicine right now, they're finding out that an AI doctor is, be <laughs> is better than a real doctor. Right. And when I say better, it means being able to take all this information in and sort it through and then give options for diagnosis right. is, well, because of all this and your, mm -hmm. your symptoms, you could have this, you could have this, you could have this, and here's what you need to try and work at it until you get there. Um, mm -hmm. 
Well, because a doctor can't take in that much information and they get used to a certain pattern, they're not as good as di- at diagnosis. Right. So if you look at it, in a, in a, if it was pure, completely pure, it would be, yeah, what a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably we could become, we, we would be healthier if we, if we followed this amazing capability. Well, that's good. Right. Uh, now, that's the good part of it. The bad part of it is that it can be manipulated mm-hmm. to take truth and, and just objective information and start to manipulate it into the way that it wants to come out. And if we've accepted it as truth, but it's not really truth, we now right. are called what's what's part of deception, uh, which is member the enemy is is full mm-hmm. full of deception, and he's going to use whatever method he can to get us to believe you know deception as something that right. that looks like it's true or we've accepted it as true, but it's really deceptive and not true, but we believe it to be true, which means we're following false. Mm-hmm. So so what can happen, which is is happening already is that AI, like, for example, there's a Jesus app, and they've actually come out and specifically said our our responses to people, religious people asking us uh, questions uh, through this Jesus app is going to be from a certain political viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And our what we value, we want to make sure that those are the answers that the Jesus app puts out and so, and it will skew the responses. It's yeah. going to skew the responses, biases, and if people accept it as true, because it's so thorough, mm-hmm. but it's not true, now they're part of deception, right? And that's the that's the problem of, of AI. So it's gonna it's gonna move to a deception. Okay, so let's what we're trying to do is talk briefly about um, okay, what wisdom do we have? We talked about already about. Uh, making sure that you stay in the Bible, you you still write out the verses, you abide, mm-hmm. uh, you encourage critical thinking uh, amongst your family of you know what do you think, feel, and believe? What are you hearing? What do you understand? Um, read books, uh, read good solid books, read the Bible, mm-hmm. uh, react to the Bible, um, and don't skip the relationship part of being in the Word and being with God to let a artificial intelligence tell you mm-hmm. an answer and just skip just all Just because it. it's quicker. Yeah, just because it's faster. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about wisdom. So if you would, uh, these are verses we're going to keep spending a little bit of time on on a variety of subjects, but um, read James 1, to, uh, one 5 to 8, and then uh, Proverbs 8, 1 to, t- 1 to 21. Sure. Um, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord, for he is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. And then Proverbs 8, 8, 1 to 21. 21. Does not wisdom cry out and understanding lift up her voice? She takes her stand on the top of the high hill, beside the way where the paths meet. She cries out by the gates at the entry of the entrance of the city, at the entrance of the doors. To you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. O you simple ones, understand prudence, and you fools, be of an understanding heart. Listen, for I will speak of excellent things, and from the opening of my lips will come right things. For my mouth will speak truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips." All of the words of my mouth are with righteousness. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. 
They are all plain to him who understands, and right to those who find knowledge. Receive my instruction, and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things one may desire cannot be compared with her. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and find out, and find out knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride and arrogance in the evil way, and the perverse mouth I hate. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. Be me king by my king by me kings reign and rulers decree justice. By me princes rule and nobles all the judges of the earth. I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently will find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yes, better than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I traverse the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of justice that I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth, that I may fill their treasuries. Yeah. So um, as we're considering um, understanding this uh, AI and the impact of AI, um, he says, well, you lack wisdom because we don't yet know all that it's going to mean. It's, it's really at the very beginning. And all we know is it's going to accelerate and get more profoundly mm -hmm. better um, and more comprehensive. Um, right. And so it's going to happen. Um, it's going to be easy uh, to use because it'll be just literally, it'll be uh, on your iPhone uh, or phone, whatever uh, smartphone you have. You mm -hmm. can, you'll be able to, you know, like Siri, we're used to Siri. You just ask a good question. Uh, just ask, ask, ask a question. <laughs> you'll get to a AI chat, chat uh, room. And you'll say, you know, could you tell me about, or what about this? Mm -hmm. uh, or I have a question. Um, in the Jesus app, it's even getting to the point of, um, I have a situation, what should I do? Mm -hmm. uh, which is ultimately what, you know, deception is going to wind up being, is to tell you uh, ungodly things to do. Mm -hmm. um, but it'll become easy to do. So that's all true. And so we lack wisdom because we don't yet know all that that's going to play out and uh, uh, he said ask me and i'll tell you so mm -hmm. i would urge everybody as you're considering uh, ai and I, I believe that almost everybody already is starting to be impacted by it or at least aware of it or you're going to get exposed to it pretty quick it's certainly in the news cycle every day now yeah. uh, and your work and schools and you know things you're involved in are certainly going to be available to you uh, is to ask God. He said, I'll tell you the answers. Uh, believe that I'll get you the answers. Ask me and, and let me give it to you. Um, and then he um, he says here um, that uh, this is in Proverbs 8. He says, uh, listen. Mm -hmm. So that means, you know, I'm going to tell you answers. So listen to what I have to say. I'll speak uh, excellent things. Mm -hmm. um, I'll speak. And by the way, the word there is uh, true and, and superb and the very, very best, um, I'll give you my best answers and I know the answers, you know. And so mm -hmm. I'll, oh, speak, I'll speak excellent things. Uh, I'll speak right things. I'll speak truth. Um, I'll speak righteousness. And nothing, mm -hmm. nothing crooked is, is in there. Nothing that is not true is, is in there. So he kind of tells us that uh, one of the indicators um, is going to be truth mm -hmm. and righteousness. Okay, 
Now think about as a believer, and let's say we're trying to just forget about AI for the moment. Let's try, we, we're, we're looking at situations. Mm-hmm. Um, where do we where do we look to to get truth and righteousness? From the source of truth, which yeah. is Jesus. Which, yeah. is, which is God and the word which he's already written. Because mm-hmm. uh, he says the reason, and this is kind of important, um, the Holy Spirit is going to speak, us, speak to us truth, but Christ said, I've already laid down, I am the word, um, from the very beginning, and I've written, I've had, you know, uh, my followers over time write truth mm-hmm. that is the source of truth. Um, I needed to to put it down in writing so that you as humans that tend to distort truth mm-hmm. don't lose the truth. Right. Um, so if we wouldn't have written the Bible... Interesting enough, even people that said, I, I, I believe Jesus, they would have by this time distorted it to such a place, which, by the way, already does happen right? W- without it, that they, which, we would have lost the truth. Yeah, I also just, you know, whenever we get talking about this, it, it is a strong reminder to me the importance of having, you know, a hard copy Bible. Yes, you know, I, I find so many young people are so comfortable, which I understand, um, you know, it's great to have the tool on your phone, but making sure we have, as Christians, we have hard copies of Bibles, both for our own resource and to give away to others, I think is a, is a big deal yeah. because of the way things can be manipulated. Yeah. Now, think about why, why you're just saying is that uh, if we don't know it or can't go back mm-hmm. to it that we know it or a source that we trust. Mm-hmm. And somebody now, and by the way, this is happening. They're putting out Bibles that is completely different right. than the original language Bibles. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know that. You don't you, know what you don't know, right? And you're looking on the phone uh, and you're reading it and thinking it's the Bible. Mm-hmm. But I have no val- ability to know if it really is. It's easily manipulated. And that's, right. that's what's going to happen. It is happening. Right. There are versions out now that are changing things because it doesn't, in their mind, it doesn't line up with culture and we need to be more culturally uh, relevant than we need to be biblically relevant. Right. Uh, so um, right now, uh, whenever we have an issue, and we've done this with our ch- children, we know you've done that with yours, is they come and say, okay, I have, a, I have an issue or I have people that are you know, in discipleship positions, I have an issue. Okay. Um, our first question is, what does God have to say about that? Mm-hmm. And to go find out, let's first look at what the Word has to say about that. Right. Because it speaks to that. There'll be, there'll be, there's so much in the Word to be able to speak to things of, does the, does the Word have anything to say about this? That's the truth. Um, mm-hmm. So that what, what we urge you is you look at, at artificial intelligence um, it's not, remember, it's not going to be all bad, uh, which is, you know, it's, the, it's the, the issue of life, is that if it was awful and all bad, it'd be easy to just say, I'm not even going to look at it. There'll be a lot of it that's actually going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to facilitate things that, yeah, if it's pure, great. Um, but, and in, in, in just like we do everything else is, 
uh, one thing about wisdom is whatever you start to receive something from at whatever source, including artificial intelligence, would be get back to the word. Right. And what does the word say about it? And, and that means we have to, first of all, trust the word. I believe the word is true and I'm willing to process that truth, which is, by the way, what abiding is all about, until I understand that truth. And how does how does that work? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't I don't create my own truth. Uh, like for example, um, you know, gay marriage would be one that a lot of churches are sanctioning, but the word calls it an abomination. Right. Um, okay. Now we have a question about that. Okay, it's abomination, and at the same time, uh, it says that God loves people. And we're supposed to love them as well. And how do we handle that? Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's that's a tricky scenario. That they're, Are they both true at the same time? Yes. Um, so we don't sanction gay marriage, but how do we handle people that are gay? And how do we handle people that right. are, even are getting married? Um, and what does loving them look like? And what does that mean? Yeah. And, and how do we process that? And at the same time, not caving to the uh, the thought that, well, God sanctions gay marriage. That's not a mm-hmm. true. That, that for sure isn't true. Right. Um, so how do we process it? Well, it takes wisdom. It takes understanding. What, 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 where do I get that from? Well, I get it from God's word. And it's not fuzzy, by the way. Right. Uh, so, okay, I got to take that truth. How do I process that truth? And, and what, what somebody is saying, uh, a church or a pastor, yeah, it doesn't really line up with God's word. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to process God's word and let God show me answers as opposed to trusting something else that I'm not mm-hmm. sure. So when you look at AI, it's, it's, we, we have to have a healthy skepticism about where that goes. And everything that you get as a response is to go back to God and say, well, this source says this. Mm-hmm. Could you guide me into, is that true? Is that something I should consider? Is that something I should go forward with? Or show me in the word where he's going to say, actually, you can see immediately it's not true. Right. Uh, it's false. Okay, what do I do with that? Um, mm-hmm. I need to understand that because uh, he said, I'll lead you into righteousness and understanding so that... Um, as you approach now the new technologies, um, I would I would say two things are critical. Don't rely on it as your source of information mm, alone. That's so good. Yeah. Or the answer alone. Remember, we're believers and we have the privilege of following the one who does have the answer. Exactly. Um, so go to him, seek him, process with him, and have a healthy skepticism toward things that you're going to look at. Don't don't set that up as the way I get answers. I can use it as a source of input, but process mm-hmm. it with God through being in the Word, being in process. What's the next step? Right. What do you want me to do now? Uh, what a truth, tool that requires discernment. Discernment. And, abiding and, yeah. uh, and how do I uh, interpret this, and what step do I take next? Remember, it's a walk with God step by step mm-hmm. by step down his path. We're not to, and by the way, God doesn't, interesting enough, uh, you know, we're going to, we just taped a a couple that is processing God's will, and ultimately they would like, well, just give me the answer. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I want to know. I want to do your will. Just give me the answer. And and interesting enough, God isn't artificial intelligence that says, "Here's your right. answer." Right. Rather, I want you to walk with me and let me take you another step and discover what's true and start sharing your heart. And you and I talk about it. You talk about it with each other. And I'll process what's next, what's next, mm-hmm. what's next, and lead you down the path of the truth of this in a beautiful relationship that's going to take time. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't leap you forward into just an answer. Right. I know the answer. And I could give you the answer, but I don't. Yeah. And by that, by the way, that relationship that is formed in the process of all of that is both a delight to us yeah. and a delight to him. Yeah. And that's, you know, that. that's, we, that's we part are... of the beauty of it. That's where real fulfillment is. And I think that's, I, I think about fast food <laughs> when I think about this. Our generation tends to want things super quick, yeah. you know, and, and, yeah, that'll maybe curb the hunger for a minute, but then you pay for it later, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> it wreaks havoc on your stomach, wreaks havoc on your health. But the long cook, <laughs> you know, when you take the time to do things right and you take the, the healthy version of things and, and that sort of thing, there is real reward in that. Right. And I think that is is true. I think our temptation in this world especially with our access to the internet and everything else and now AI is to take the quick answer, but that is not going to be what is most beneficial for us, nor is it going to be what's most delightful for us. It's not truly going to be fulfilling to us. Yeah. Yeah. So so we need to remember that. Yeah. And so I would encourage everybody, first of all, don't get into the habit of, of getting somebody else or something else to give you the answer look at it as uh, the in the ask, seek, and knock process of, well, let me get a piece of information, consider it information, and now process it through with God to see, is it true? And if there's any truth to it, how does that impact my decisions and my path and my steps? And stay in that beautiful opportunity mm-hmm. to be in relationship with him and don't let that ever be replaced by a artificial intelligence that can just sort short circuit it all eventually by the way giving you false because mm-hmm. that that's where it's going to go um, and stay in that beautiful place of keeping it in proper perspective um, it won't be all bad but if you if you leave it as what it really can be and the, okay now that I have this piece of information father show me the truth about that mm-hmm. and I'll keep using the word of God keep using insight from God fellowship with others and process it just like we do anything else in essence don't let it run your life just let it become a a piece of it that just stays where where it should be and that is okay here's some good information show me the truth about that Um, Mm -hmm. and so change you know make sure that you don't short circuit all that Uh, we'll talk more about that uh, as we go forward so uh, wisdom is you know understand it uh, it's coming. It's going to get more pervasive. It's going to be easy uh, to mm-hmm. just jump to the answers. And I would just say keep resisting falling into that uh, deception uh, and keep it for what it really is going to be. So we just we just pray that you will. Yep. So thanks so much for sharing. Thank you for joining us, guys. I think this is just great reminders for us to be digging into the truth. And- yeah. If you have questions from this, send them in to questions at afjministry.com. We'd love to talk about them, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Yep, we'll see you then. 
Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos. Thank you.